Welcome back to Pulse Wave. Sorry for the week break, everyone. I was depressed. But now I have a pop filter, so my P's aren't as poppy. So I can say pulp, pulp wave, really, pulse wave. I can say depressed, and it's not as poppy, so it's nice. Uh, the uh, This is the podcast dedicated to Game Boy music that's better than it has any right to be. I'm your host, Vasilcania. And the song that you just heard was from Super Mario Land, uh, the Super Mario game created for the Game Boy. Um, it was composed by Hirokazu Tanaka, and it was released in 1998. That is the Muda Kingdom, or I think that's basically like the second level after the first pyramid. I, I don't remember. I've heard it a lot, though. Um, and uh, you, you probably recognize Hirokazu Tanaka's name, maybe as Chip Tanaka or Hip Tanaka. He's done a lot of music, very notably to me, he did lots of music for Earthbound. Not all of it, but but a very large chunk of it. Um, and he still releases albums today. Like, you can go on Bandcamp and find... I think they're under Hip Tanaka. Um, but they're, they're very nice. They're very, very solid things. The theme this week is the years 1989 and 1990. Uh, the first two years that the Game Boy was available. Um, that I was is maybe the most iconic game from the year 1989, uh, Super Mario Land. Um, but there, the reason I did two years is, I'm going to be honest, 1989 was not a great year for Game Boy Music. There were only about 25 games released, uh, and a lot of them just don't have great music. So, I, so I'm I'm getting some additional. I'm getting most of his music. Let's be honest, from 1990. <laughs> so, but yeah, I wanted to focus on the early years of the Game Boy. We might do some more years down the down the road, but I thought it'd be fun to listen to some of the more basic stuff. And this is more basic. A lot of this are, they're shorter, they're simple loops, they're, they're not doing anything fancy, but there's still some pretty interesting compositions in here. So uh, let's listen to another interesting composition. This is from the 1989 game Volley Fire. It is the main background music number three, uh, and it's composed by Akihiko Mori. That was from Volley Fire, composed by Akihiko Mori. That's the it's labeled main BGM three, but it, it seems to be basically the the level of music. It's it's not anything uh, three about it. Um, the game Volley Fire is a very basic shoot 'em up, like uh, vertical. So you're you're moving up the screen. You're not really moving up the screen though. It's closer to Space Invaders than it is anything else. Um, with with some. Uh, patterns that the enemies are following there's mirrors and stuff it, it didn't look like it was doing anything record-breaking but it looked pretty good 
Akihiko Mori is pretty prolific. Um, my like most notable soundtrack for him was Wonder Project J, which you should go listen to the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast about that. It's very recent. It was it was an interesting podcast, and that that game had decent music. I liked it. Um, he sadly died of stomach cancer in nineteen ninety eight. He was in his thirties, I think. So pretty sad. So yeah. But there you go. So that's Volley Fire BGM3. Uh, we're, let's jump ahead a year. Um, we're going to listen to the main song from Kaisen Game, Navy Blue 90, Unknown Composer. the main music from Kaisen Game Navy Blue 90, uh, unsurprisingly follow-up to Kaisen Game Navy Blue 89. Um, it's basically battleships, but you have different options. You can choose what ships you bring. You can choose what weapons you're using. I think different ships have different weapons, so you're making trade-offs. Not 100% on that because I didn't play it. Um, but yeah, it lo- looked like a pretty basic game. It had, um, I think it had pass and play kind of stuff with two players uh look like like that was an option there so kind of interesting might have been a link cable though i'm going to be honest i didn't look into it that much i like the music but it's battleships folks it's not that interesting you're picking things on a grid so um i couldn't find the composer for this sadly so i i think it's a really really decent song though like it this is edging into the territory of later music uh, even though it was released in 1990 and, and a lot of the songs that we're going to listen to are pretty basic this one feels advanced it uses a stereo well you know it's it's doing good stuff so I, i'm ha- i'm happy i got to feature this even though i don't know who composed it let's move on to our next song this is from the 1989 game shanghai uh composed by hideki kanazashi and hiroaki suga
That was the main music from Shanghai. Um, Shanghai is, it's just Mahjong as known in the West. So not the gambling Mahjong, not the cool one. Uh, the boring stack of tiles match the tiles thing. I find it boring. Maybe you think the solitaire Mahjong game is fun. It's not for me. <laughs> but it's not the gambling Mahjong. Most games that deal with Mahjong that, that would be featured on podcasts like this are the gambling type. So this is the the slightly less likely uh, solitaire type of Mahjong. Um, that's the music for when you're playing, as far as I can tell. There's not a lot of music in that game, and that's that's the main song you would be hearing. It sounds suspiciously like Ryuichi Sakamoto's The End of Asia. A YouTube comment pointed that out, and I was like, I'm going to check this out. And I listened to it, and it's, it, it sounds a lot like it. I, I recommend stopping this podcast right now and going to listen to it, because it's a fantastic song. Um, and it sounds a lot like this, or rather, this sounds like it. So I'll give you a second. And second over. Um, so two composers here. Hideki Kanazashi worked at HAL, um, producing music for early games like Lolo. Um, he left at some point, but yeah, he, he did some early work at HAL. If you've heard uh, the Adventures of Lolo music, you know it because there's really only one song and it plays for the entire game. And it's a great song, but it's not very long. <laughs> And it will burrow into your brain. Um, Hiroaki Suga also works at HAL, uh, mainly as a producer for the Kirby series. He's he's done a lot of producing work for that series. I think he still works there. He he recently worked on a Kirby game. So, um, so yeah, there you go. Shanghai, it's fake Mahjong. Um, let's move on to our next track. This is a game and composer we featured before, Final Fantasy Legend, released in 1990, composed by Nobuo Uematsu. Uh, this is the title music. It's, it's a very pleasing song. I hope you like it. was the title music from Final Fantasy Legend, composed by Nobuo, Nobuo Uematsu. I always mess up his name. Uh, released in 1990. I like that track. We've already talked about this game and this composer. Uh, I did want to point out the stereo effects on this, which I think is a very stark and clear identifier of Game Boy games, because they only they have stereo, 
but it's either 100% left, 100% right, or both. You can't pan a little bit. Um, and this, this song takes advantage of that by moving that uh, background do-do-do-do kind of thing from left to right over as the song goes on. Uh, I, I think it's a, it's a neat use of the Game Boy hardware. Early stuff had a lot of this very hard panning uh, left and right, just sort of bouncing back and forth stuff. Later things would ha- have a, a more uh, dynamic use of the stereo, switching instead of you know uh, each bar, switching maybe three notes are played left to right, like very fast switching. So using it to, to good effect. Um, since we've already talked about this game and this composer, I wanted to, to talk about a bug in Final Fantasy Legend that I thought was very funny. I was reading about it. There's, I think, a weapon or a spell or something called Saw, and it's supposed to cause instant death if the enemy's defense is lower than your strength, but they messed up, and it only works if the enemy's defense is higher than your strength, and it will instantly kill them. So that means the final boss, unless you've overleveled to the max, you can instantly kill with saw. That I just I love stuff like that when you flip something and now it's uh, it's all messed up and now the end boss is is a cakewalk. So I thought I'd share that with you. Um, but let's go on to our next song. This is the stage music from Barai Fighter Deluxe, the first stage music. Um, it's composed by Norio Nakagata and Nobuyuki Shioda. Uh, and it was released in 1990. was level one from Barai Fighter Deluxe, composed by Norio Nakagata and Nobu Yuki Shioda. Um, the, you can hear again that stereo effect. This was originally an NES game, which did not have any stereo capabilities whatsoever. Um, but the music is the, are the same compositions. I, I like to imagine somebody taking these compositions and being like, oh, I can use stereo now, and like just shifting stuff left and right like as sounded good to them, uh, maybe without like a lot of uh, technique, just like having a f- good time using this technology they didn't have before. I, I feel like the music reflects that anyway. It's a very fun, joyful little heroic song. Not gonna lie, including this partially because this is one of the few games I had on the Game Boy this early on. Um, it's kind of a side-scrolling shooter, almost like a twin-stick shooter without the twin-stick. You you move around as the ship, and that changes what direction you are shooting because you're, you're not a ship you're a little person um which is fun so you can while you're shooting you can continue shooting in the same direction but you also have to shoot diagonally and backwards and all this different stuff so pretty neat game 
very hard. Literally does not work on a Game Boy Color because half the bullets disappear, so you have to play it on an original Game Boy or emulate it, which I think is kind of funny. Um, the uh, composers. So we've got Nobuyuki, Nobuyuki Shioda, um, previously featured on Fastest Lap, very first episode in the racing games. So go listen to that. I probably said something very interesting. This was his first soundtrack that I could find. Um, so, yeah, kind of neat. And then uh, Norio Nakagata uh, did the original soundtrack on the NES and apparently worked on this as well. I don't know if, if he was credited because he worked on the original or because he actually worked on this game, but in any case, he's credited. So um, he worked on a game called Heiankyo Alien, which we will be talking about in two songs. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty prolific in the 90s. Um, did, did a couple of good soundtracks, including Heiankyo Alien. All right, let's move on to our next song. This is from the game called Nemesis, released in 1990. It is stage two, and it was composed by the Konami Kukeha Club, or the Konami Square Wave Club. That was the music from Nemesis, otherwise known as Gradius. You, you likely know it by that name. Uh, this was an earlier name that they had used in some regions. Um, the composers are listed as the Konami Kukeha Club, which is, translates as the Konami Square Wave Club. This is a group of composers that does a lot of the music for Konami still, I believe. Um, it makes it harder to track down exact credits, though, unfortunately. There are four composers listed on Moby Games for this, so I don't know who, com you know, did what, and frankly, I don't feel like it's a, uh, I don't want to go over all four of them, so I'll just name them here. Um, we've got Shinya Sakamoto, Michiru Yamane, Yuji Takenouchi, and Tomoya Tomita. Um, Michiro Yamane, you, you likely know as the composer of much of the Castlevania music. She's she's pretty legendary. Uh, these other ones, I wasn't finding anything that popped out at me, so if they ever show up again, I'll go into a little bit more depth, but four composers is a lot, and like I said, I, I don't even know how they contributed to this. Uh, this was from level one, um, or sorry, level two, stage two. Um, so yeah, it, it looks like a pretty significant gradius game like it's only got five stages but it has level select it lets you put in the number of credits so you can put in like 99 lives and it looks pretty dang good for an early game boy game like compared to volley fire released less than a year previous um 
it's it's worlds of difference so yeah pretty cool konami of course you know legendary for being able to put out these incredible games for these uh, early hardware not so much anymore not so much anymore um all right so let's talk about heyankyo alien well let's listen to heyankyo alien this was composed by norio nakagata who we just talked about uh, released in 1990 and this is the main stage music That was the main stage music from Heiankyo Alien, uh, released in 1990, uh, 1990, composed by Norio Nakagata. The original game is certainly the oldest game we featured on this. Uh, this was originally made in 1979. 1979! Holy crap! Uh, it's a game about playing a cop from the Heian period. Heian, I'm probably saying that wrong. Heian period, which was uh, in Western reckoning 794 to 1185 kind of very classic japan very famous japan right before there was a shogunate so shogunate get your shogunates at my quarter store anyway uh right before the shogun was installed and and the emperor just became a figurehead point being you play as a cop who fights aliens (laughs) and by burying them in holes which is fantastic if you ask me um this is a port of that 1979 game so released 11 years after the fact um it features the original game which is very blippy bloopy no music and then um, the uh, new version for the game boy which you know has new graphics obviously music this is the music you hear when you play it um but yeah very influential game um i suppose it kind of looks like pac-man like an earlier idea of pac-man um and kind of a big deal i'd never heard of it before i heard this music i just played this music and i was like this is good put it in the podcast i i did not expect to get a game from 1979 so pretty cool um all right so the next song is from a game called bubble ghost composed by hitoshi sakimoto this is again the main song a lot of those in this podcast a lot of these games didn't have a lot of different music did different songs for different parts of the game because there weren't different parts of the game uh but yes let's listen to bubble ghost
That was Bubble Ghost, released in 1990, composed by Hitoshi Sakimoto. Uh, Bubble Ghost was originally released for the Atari ST in 1987, so three years prior. Uh, This was a port of that game. It's about being a ghost and uh, carefully blowing a bubble through a maze. It reminds me of Irritating Stick on the PlayStation. Lots of spikes, lots of very careful movements. Looks Pretty darn cute, honestly. Um, This was notably the first French game on the Game Boy. So there you go, a little piece of history there. Um, I couldn't quite sort out why a Japanese publisher was publishing this game in in North America and Europe, because it was. Um, I assume that's how Hitoshi Sakimoto got involved. Um, (laughs) You may recognize that name. I didn't. I looked him up. He scored Final Fantasy Tactics and a bunch of other stuff at Square. So he's worked for Square for a long time uh, and has done some really notable soundtracks. So uh, pretty cool to hear some early stuff. I, I think this is is really good. It's lengthier than anything that's else that's been fe- featured on this episode. It was pushing right up against when I would do something looping twice versus once. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good song. I like that one. It's very fun, very uh, cute. So... Uh, we've got two more songs left. Let's listen to Battle Bowl. Uh, that's a game released in 1990, composed by Takayuki Suzuki, and this is the title screen music. That was Battle Bowl, released in 1990, composed by Takayuki Suzuki. That is one minute and 16 seconds long <laughs> composition, and it just ends. Uh, I, I always enjoy when title screens have extremely uh, overdone music for something you'll probably listen to for 28 seconds before you know hitting two buttons and, and moving on. I, it's, it's one of my favorite things. Uh, this is a game about being a bulldozer and crushing your enemies by smashing them with blocks, I think. You can also upgrade your bulldozer. It actually looked pretty complex and very difficult. The long play for this game is an hour and a half, which, again, for a Game Boy game released in 1990, is a pretty long time. Um, Takayuki Suzuki was the sound director for multiple games. Um, he's pretty prolific in the 90s as well. My favorite is Brain Lord, which if you haven't heard the soundtrack to Brain Lord, especially, I think this, I think the song is called Toronto. Or Ontario. Ooh, I don't know. In any case, um, I, I highly recommend listening to that. It's, it's a good Super Nintendo soundtrack that, that not as many people have heard as I would have thought. 
So, but yeah, it, great composer, a lot of cool stuff in, in his catalog. All right, let's go into our last song here. I was tempted to uh, play the Ryuichi Sakamoto song that I uh, had mentioned previously, but I'm not going to do that. I'll, I'll let you listen to it. I already told you to listen to it. So I'll, I'll tell you about what you can do for this podcast before I tell you about this last song. So just a couple of quick thanks. Thanks to Zofar.net for ripping this music as MP3s and as Game Boy files and putting it all in one place. It lets me listen to it wherever I want to, and it's great. Um, thanks to you for listening, as always. You can follow on Twitter at pulse wave pod uh all of these songs are downloadable in a link uh in the description of this video as mp3s uh, i'm i organize them into little albums for each episode so you they should play nice with your music player rather than being like a hundred songs with different artists and showing up in a million different ways they'll show up as their own album with their own album artists so uh so yeah if you like the music go download it uh if you like the sound of my voice check out the other podcasts i do uh there's one called super nintendo exploration squad you can find that at snes.zone we talk about super nintendo games and you can listen to me at co-op button uh where i talk with one of my friends about whatever we just played uh, you can find that on twitter at co-op button all one word no punctuation and thanks again for listening. I do appreciate it. And thanks for waiting for me to put out this episode if you were waiting. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going to get back on the rhythm here, hopefully. So for our last song, we're going to be listening to a song from Godzilla, uh, released in 1990, composed by Masanobu Tsukamoto. The game is not what you'd expect. It is a puzzle platformer where a cute little chibi Godzilla is trying to find love and uh it's very cute looking it's not about smashing buildings it's about climbing vines and and finding true love uh so yeah very cute um the composer masanobu tsukamoto is listed but i don't entirely know why it just sort of came with the file none of the credits i could find could actually pinpoint him as doing this he's mostly a programmer so yeah i don't know the credits didn't seem to actually list him so i don't know why he's listed maybe somebody knows something i don't um but yeah, he's, he's produced a ton of games. I think the last, you know what? I'm not going to tell you because I didn't write it down. So I'm pulling it from memory and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. So <laughs> just, I guess, look him up. So yeah, so here's the uh, main level music from Godzilla. I hope you enjoy and I hope you're having a great life. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Bye. <laughs> 